MP, it feels like every area of life at the moment is undergoing revolution. I'm glad you said that, Bretto, because at this year's Wellness Summit virtual experience, all of our speakers are presenting on the revolution. Yeah, and it's such a topsy-turvy world right now. It feels like everything's been turned upside down, whether it's your finances, your food, your health, your longevity, your family. All of these things are just in such a state of flux right now that we really need to get the experts in to give us the lowdown. That's why we have Jason Witten on the financial revolution, Cindy O'Meara on the food revolution, Kim Morrison on the self-love revolution, Marcus Pierce on the longevity revolution, the great Brett Hill on the resilience revolution, Andrea Huddleston on the hormones revolution, And of course, Joe Witten on the food and family revolution. And for the first time ever, we'll have breakout sessions on the energy revolution, the career revolution, the barefoot revolution, the real food revolution, and the parenting revolution. All this and more at The Wellness Summit, September 11 and 12. Book your tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your life. Welcome to Wellness Women Radio for the women with big dreams who dare to be different and who want to thrive in health, work and play. Dr. Ashley Bond and Dr. Andrea Huddleston bring you a weekly podcast to help you master true health and create an exceptional life. This episode of Wellness Women Radio is very proudly brought to you by Dinner Twist. Dr. Ashley and I want to let you in on a little secret of how we maintain our healthy whole foods lifestyle with very little time. And one of those ways is actually with Dinner Twist. So they plan, they shop, they deliver everything to our door to take all of the guesswork out of having really healthy meals for dinner each night. Um, I love Dinner Twist because they are a locally family-owned business here in Perth in Western Australia, and all of their produce is locally sourced and seasonal. So they are really invested in all of their suppliers as well, which is absolutely amazing. Everything is so fresh. Uh, Ashley and I both get the Wholesome Box, which is naturally gluten and dairy-free as well, and is very consistent with a paleo-type lifestyle as well. Uh, so it's, you know, completely consistent with, you know, the way that we want to eat and want to feed our loved ones too. This is also how I trick Dean into thinking that I can actually cook. So seriously, if I can do it, everybody can trust me. And their recipes are so delicious. They also have other options apart from the wholesome box. So they have a family box for bigger size families and express box. If you're really short on time, uh, as well as a vegan box too. Now, we would love to give you the opportunity for you to actually try Dinner Twist and realize how healthy, how delicious and how fresh it is, but also how much easier this is going to make life as well. So we have a special promo code for you, and that is going to give you $35 off your first box. And that is WWR for Wellness Movement Radio. Um, So we would love you to uh, try for yourself. Don't take my word for it, but let me know what you think. Without further ado, ladies, onto the show. Hey there, wonderful listeners. Thank you so much for joining us on Wellness Women Radio. I'm Ashley. And I'm Andrea. And welcome back to another episode. Um, We are so happy that you have joined us. And don't forget to follow us on social media. So you can find the Wellness Women official on Instagram, the Wellness Women on Facebook. Uh, If you've got any questions or any um, sort of in the spotlight questions that you'd like to um, send through to us, you can do that via the website. So www.thewellnesswomen.com.au. You can find Ashley on Dr. Ashley Bond on everything, including her website, which is just um, Ashley, is it ashleybond.com? 
Yeah, just drashleybond.com. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you always uh, say it right. I, <laughs> I just didn't know if it was .com.au, but it's just no. .com. Fabulous. Uh, I am the period whisperer on Facebook, drandrea.xo on Instagram and um, just drandrea.com.au on the interwebs. So, ladies, welcome. Um, this episode is a little bit different to what we have recorded lately, um, but it seems really topical, don't you reckon, Ash? Oh, completely, because we're in a, a time of a uh, huge amount of uncertainty and I would say a little bit drifting. You know, none of us really knows a whole lot about what this whole world looks like right now. You know, the COVID thing, uh, definitely for us on the West Coast, it's literally a day-by-day update. And, you know, one minute we're making plans for family at Christmas the next minute you know our, our uh, premier is saying no no hard water lockdown until middle of next year and it's just like a massive WTF because um, you know that limitation and that inability to feel like you can make firm choices in your life has mm-hmm. kind of left not just myself but most people I talk to feeling a little bit like okay cool like wow what do we do about this um, and I just noticed it's, it's definitely tapping open a lot of people's heart space there's a lot of vulnerability there um, a lot of fear, a lot of frustration, and those um, those emotions are all fantastic when a situation like this occurs because, you know, it's an opportunity to, to grow, to learn, to explore ourselves in all our facets, you know, the, the light mm-hmm. and the dark, both sides of our personalities need to be explored. Yeah. And sometimes when life is just all rosy, we don't get that opportunity. So this is, you know, genuinely a challenge for growth, I think, and, and evolution of our own experience. But um, it also, for me, raises these massive alarm bells because I also can see the opportunity that lies there for predatory behavior in terms of, you know, whether it be information we receive, who Mm -hmm. gives us that information, how it's filtered, um, because whenever there's a degree of fear and frustration, there's, there's, uh, yeah, there's people out there who want to fill that void for us. So we're mm-hmm. going to talk tonight about this because this doesn't just happen in relationships. We're going to use this word gaslighting, um, but most people think of that in an intimate relationship. They think of that in a boyfriend, you know, partner status. But we sort of see the experience of this far beyond those intimate relationships because um, intimacy can ha- take many forms. So let's talk mm-hmm. about why we're going to talk about this tonight, Andrea. Yeah, so essentially the topic of the podcast is is spiritual gaslighting and I love this term gaslighting. Like there are now words for things like this is what I sort of think is a relatively new-ish term. There's now labels and words to describe things that you might have experienced in your past where you go, oh my gosh, that's what happened. I didn't know that there was a word for that. And in my own experience, um, I was definitely in like a really destructive narcissistic relation. Oh, well, the person I was with was a narcissist. And um, there was definitely so much gaslighting going on, which I didn't realize. And essentially that is, you're just, it's this level of manipulation that makes you question your own sanity or reality. So I just remember every day going, am I the problem? Am I crazy? Like, you know, and just kept questioning my own sense of reality in that space. Um, and I just love that there is this word for that now because it gives me so much validation about the fact that I am not crazy <laughs> or, or wasn't then. But the relevance for um, what is happening right now is I feel like there's been this massive rise of just, you know, absolute spiritual materialism and this idea of it's high vibes only. And um, you know, people are being incredibly judgmental, but passing it off with some sort of um, kind of spiritual BS. 
Uh, and it kind of gives people the excuse to treat you however they want and they can blame you for that. And I just think that this is just such a disgusting black hole that is, you know, kind of this can be lots of parts of the spiritual world as well. Or so when, you know, let's set an yeah, example sorry. for that because we're racing on. And I just know that that you've just said something really profound there, and that's that whole idea that you can, oh, did I? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're you're queen of profound. Um, it's just this idea that you you are. Uh, basically told that something you're doing is wrong that you're made to feel responsible for the outcome that you're yeah. to blame for the the i guess the response or the experience you you have and an example in spiritual gaslighting is that let's just say you're told to meditate daily on this ideal life that you want to create um mm -hmm. you do exactly that in the way you're told it doesn't manifest in the way you know you're expecting mm -hmm. it to or the way you've been told it can and then you called out on that and being and you're told well you're not doing it right or you're not doing it enough mm -hmm. or your intentions aren't high vibe enough or do you know like any number of scenarios where basically yeah. somehow you're responsible for that stuff not working um and you know and that's really sometimes hard to see through those filters because you know like when you uh, look i call them these you know like the spiritual gurus and i have that like in inverted commas because it's just like mm -hmm. for me it's like the the flag tag of like if someone else calls themselves so, oh that you know spiritual high master or some guru i have like my radar my bs radar is going off majorly like i'm seeking reasons to dislike this person until i can be proven otherwise and i hate to say that <laughs> i hate to say that you know in a way that's not being sounds horrible and like i'm a horrible person but what i'm saying there is i try and approach a situation with eyes wide open so so, you know, because it's so easy, like we were talking about that concept of that vulnerability to be made to blame for the outcome. Like how on earth is it your responsibility that right now COVID, you know, has shut down our whole lives? Um, is that because you weren't spiritual enough? Like, yeah. do you know, because you didn't meditate yeah. enough with the group when we were sitting down, you know, at eight o'clock uh, on yeah. a full moon rising and you didn't do enough, you know, da dancing and stomping around the campfire? I mean, like, I guess I'm just yeah. confused yeah. by it. That's all. And I've heard some people recently talking about how they've been to these circles and this and that and a drum circle and blah, 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 and all about vibrations. Oh, man, so amazing and stuff. And they literally, to me, they almost seem like hypnotized. Um, this, these, these people that are running it were taking on this godlike status. And I'm just like, seriously? Um, and it's almost like everyone's getting this dopamine dump. The world is so dysfunctional that if we go and do this, you know, this thing, I'm yes. getting a lovely little dopamine fix, but then that's an addictive behavior. And all of a sudden I can't exist in my reality um, safely and happily unless I go and do that same thing again. Um, so for me, that's a form of gaslighting. That's, that's an indication that, you know, there's a, a manipulation of power, um, manipulation mm -hmm. of need. And uh, yeah, and we're just kind of wanting to bring attention to it right now because um, I think this is a perfect time for those experiences to occur um, because we're all yeah. sort of seeking a bit of an outlet of what is a pretty doomy gloomy time in history. Oh, I love those examples that you gave, Ash. And I think that um, the, the off-putting feeling that you get is just, you know, also trusting your inner guidance, mm. that there's a huge level of inauthenticity there that you are picking up on and also a level of desperation that is palpable to you as well. And 
part of the reason that I had the idea for this episode was because I see, um, you know, so much inspiration comes from our patient experience, right? Mm. And I have got some really beautiful, um, uh, like patients who are on, um, you know, a bit of a spiritual journey. And I'm thinking, um, of some in particular who are young ish, so early ish twenties, um, as some of them are doing like yoga teacher training and all sorts of different things to, you know, really progress their own kind of human evolution, I guess, for lack of a better term, and they are really engaged in what they're doing. And they are struggling so much with emotionally and with like this stress that they're exposed to because they're never doing enough or they're never enough. And they have friends within that community who are just absolute assholes to them for lack of a better term and put all their crap onto this other person and tell them, oh, if you're offended by that, it's only because um, it's your own stuff or you're just like mirroring this and all sorts of other like ridiculous um, sort of terminology that they use to essentially take no responsibility for their own behavior. And I have had lots of these women say to me, is it me? What am I doing? Why do I keep, um, you know, why can't I get along with this person or why do they keep rejecting me and all of that sort of thing? I'm like, you know what, maybe it's just because they're an asshole and it's absolutely okay to just see that for what it is. And it, maybe it's not about you. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and I just like, it's happened so many times now that you just go, Oh my goodness, these, these poor women. And especially when the it's in this scenario of like the guru student relationship, or say, you know, someone seeking guidance from a mentor or a teacher where you're seeking that insight, but they're absolutely just manipulating that situation. And then the other flip side of this that I also see is, um, you know, those types of personalities who can take no responsibility for their own crap. And they might be saying things like, oh, I'm just really processing things at the moment, or, you know, I'm just, I'm working through this, which means that I'm going to be an absolute bitch to you. You know, and this is just, this is just how, you know, I'm, I'm processing this and it's like, nah, that like, you still have to take responsibility for the kind of person that you're being. And there are some signs that you can sort of look for to see if maybe someone is using, um, spirituality to avoid their own pain and project their crap onto you as well. Project was the word I was looking for before. Like, oh, you know, no, you're just projecting blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Often they'll have a really strong victim mentality. They have very, like, very, very little self-responsibility. They put this big emphasis on um, things that happen outside of themselves that is not necessarily tangible, but then they can um, essentially blame their poor behavior on. So, you know, it could be something like spirit says this or I've been guided to do this Um, as opposed to, like, sharing something that is authentic from their own, you know, from something that's like personal truths, feelings, or experiences. Um, They might refuse to accept or hear other people's experiences. Um, They will rationalize all sorts of just ridiculous circumstances to suit their own agenda. Uh, there could be like this repeated history of like very similar painful experiences, but then they'll put that onto their own life. So it's kind of that one-upmanship as well all the time. 
Um, they really villainize others and they're very judgmental of anybody else's other practices. They often will have this huge excessive sense of entitlement and often they will lack empathy and be really arrogant as well. So I think those are some really massive red flags um, when you are, you know, engaging um, in these communities or when you're maybe choosing like a mentor or a teacher or someone to help you with insight into, you know, along your path of your human evolution those are some things that I'd certainly be looking out for and I think it's so human to need you know to seek out the spiritual teacher it's uh, so ingrained in our development as human beings really like the idea that there's these you know unknowns that there needs to be some degree of understanding of those unknowns and that some people have great um, ways to help us you know understand or experience those uh, unknowns and create a meaningful existence and that's something that I have always loved you know seeking out I'm big in reading personal empowerment spiritual um, development books because I I love it 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 really kind of it just makes me feel like I can grow with my own hand, you know, that I'm responsible mm-hmm. for those changes, that I don't rely yes. on someone else to make that change for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that, you know, it's funny to say early 20s, you know, the type of person that you're attracting because I was thinking of my early 20s and that's actually a massive stage of my life where I was doing, yeah. you know, going to retreats and doing things and finding things that um, I guess resonated with me, the stuff that I really liked and the stuff that I didn't like. And um, yeah. I feel like I've always been blessed with a pretty good, you know, bear radar i think that's you know partly from my mom who was always like don't trust anybody until they you know earn your trust and i i, I think there's a degree of truth in that right that yeah. we shouldn't on face value you just trust someone because they say they're trustworthy or that because what they teach other people like um i remember being in thailand at a sort of guru retreat and um yeah all i could say is i sat in the back of that room was just like oh really okay and people these you know amazing followers were just so in love with this teacher um and you can totally see where this is going right (laughs) yeah and i got this really you know he was he was very touchy um there just seemed to be no boundaries on the experience it was all about you know inclusiveness and you couldn't sort of say oh that's weird because it's like what are you talking about that's how he is with everyone and i'm just like "Mm, okay so you're telling me he touches everyone okay right um and i was really you know i was a bit like awkward with it and i think the more awkward i felt rather than being you know okay explain just um you know someone could have easily just said that's interesting you feel that way can you explain that and just you know heard out the experience instead they were just like oh don't be silly everyone's just like this so they made you feel wrong and that immediate you know community um almost like excommunication like right there if i didn't agree or follow along i was not part of the the circle and i'd already paid for this whole thing and oh you know i either go along with it or i don't um i walk away because ash on some level they would have known that there was a certain level of sleaze there, right? But you were extra sized from that because they didn't want to like actually acknowledge the fact that there was something like that it was totally like inauthentic and they were obviously being taken advantage of, uh, which I think is just disgusting. Whereas instead of actually validating that for you going, oh, okay, so she's not comfortable, that's cool, you know, there could be so many different like experiences and traumas or whatever in your past that Mm -hmm. makes you more protective of your personal space, which should absolutely be acknowledged, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that this is like that classic picture of how 
Um, and often it happens with men um, who are, you know, the quote unquote, like sort of gurus, um, pressuring uh, like women in that sort of circumstance. And if they're being like, if, if something's off putting for them, it's like, oh, you've got traumas or whatever that you need to work on. Um, this is your fault. This is your problem. I can't believe you're not leaning into this experience that is spiritual gaslighting like at its yeah. you know bloody finest yeah um you know making out like you are the problem and that uh and just manipulating that situation so that you feel like uncomfortable and you have your barriers up and you're listening to your intuition but despite your better judgment you feel like you're pressured like that peer pressure into some sort of dodgy situation yep absolutely and i think you know for anyone who's had an experience like this um it's only the retrospect the opportunity to step away from it or to have a negative experience and realize that that just wasn't okay um it's such a shame that that has to happen i I think there's so much room for you know really beautiful um spiritual teachers out there to do amazing work and there's just so many of those but unfortunately there's this also this um Oh, look, I think there's a lot of self-styled spiritual gurus that fall prey to their own success, you know, in the sense that the more followers they get, the more popular they become, the more they believe in their own, you know, teachings and their Mm. own kind of existence, the more wealth, power, you know, Mm -hmm. fame, the charisma levels increase because they can't do any wrong. Um, They can't be called out on anything because they're fan base is so big and so powerful like it just becomes almost a self-fulfilling issue that why do they get to that point where those things corrode the very essence possibly they started with you know the purest intentions Mm -hmm. and the intention to truly help people but um you know it erodes over time because of you know well we fall victim to those those kind of ego-driven um personality traits that we all have so uh for me the big one is can someone speak quietly to you like i have met some really amazing what I would call spiritual teachers or people of great knowledge and enlightenment over my lifetime and I feel so blessed for so many of them and the interesting thing that I've always found you know a hallmark of those people was the ability to connect the ability to listen and Mm -hmm. the ability to stay um, I would say very humble in their fame or their wealth or their whatever it is and they Mm -hmm. just walk their talk and they don't let other people's stuff affect them and they they just kind of lead by that that sort of quiet brilliance um and i'm definitely a person who says you know find those spiritual teachers that quietly walk the walk that don't you know drive around in rolls royces or have massive homes i mean that's not a judgment factor there that's just simply where do the values lie you know sometimes you question the values and motives if the material wealth is more important than you know the the successes of helping people lead better lives Mm, yeah totally ah i know this is so interesting and i just keep thinking as we're like talking about this just so many different experiences of um say girlfriends and friends in their wider communities who've just made them feel so insecure and wrong just about the choices they're making um because they can't look at their own stuff really Mm. um and I like I absolutely uh, love the idea of taking full responsibility for your own circumstances, you know, maintaining optimism and positivity and like, you know, 
taking responsibility for your reality and knowing that when you shift your perspective, things do change as well and using tools to continue along that path of evolution. Um, but it's also okay to completely sit in your pain when that is appropriate because that's absolutely just part of the human experience as well um, and to hold space for others when they need that as well. Um, but to judge people when they're having that like very human experience, I think as as far from kind of that spiritual evolution as it comes. Um, and I think if you do like within your own circle and within your own girlfriends or your, um, you know, high vibe tribe uh, for, you know, lack of a better word, if there are people who constantly are making you feel like, you are not good enough, you're not doing the work or, um, you know, you're not trying hard enough or they're putting all of their crap onto you. So they're running from their own discomfort and blaming you for it. Then this is all forms of spiritual gaslighting that you probably do not need. Yeah. And there's so many healthy ways of filling your spiritual bucket that doesn't have to include um, a sensation of feeling disappointed in yourself or feeling confused mm -hmm. or, you know, feeling some degree of loss of, you know, power powerful you know that powerful sense of who you are that gets eroded by you know experiences other people are always better than you or somehow mm -hmm. you know more important than you or doing better work than you and you know you're feeling inadequate and i think any circle or environment that makes you feel in some way inadequate that makes you feel as though you need that person to make you better or whole um, has mm -hmm. a challenge. And I think, you know, both you and I in a clinical setting, because I think medical professionals are just as equally open and um, flawed in this possibility that we could t tell people they're so broken that they need us to fix them. Um, mm. You know, one of my favourite things in our world is that we kind of often, you and I come from the same place. It's like you are perfectly imperfect everything you need is within you. Our role yeah. is to guide you, but you have to do the work. And I just love that we can position that and sort of say, Hey, I'm not here to fix you. Um, that's not yeah. my, that's not my job. And I think mm -hmm. it's really nice because I think both you and I attract, um, clients based on that, that truth. We know, you know, if we guru ourselves and made ourselves, you know, the only guru mm -hmm. who can fix something because of what we do, there's a little part of you that becomes inauthentic because you're actually telling people that they depend on you. They need you. Um, and for me as a healthcare practitioner, my greatest gift is the person who says that they don't need me, but they love what I, what they receive with me. And I just yeah. think that's, you know, that's a powerful indictment of, of doing the right work that we, we do so well. So, um, and it, it transcends all areas of life, right? It could be spiritual as we're talking about it, but it could be your medical existence. It could be friends and family circles. It could be workplaces. It could be personal relationships. Um, you know, there's just so many ways and this same experience can occur whenever something is held up onto a pedestal. And I think that's my big thing. Whenever someone or something is elevated to pedestal status, you know, like the, the big golden prize at the top and we worship or idolize that person or that thing, um, we're open to this, this vulnerability of being, you know, gaslit, being uh, exposed to things that are not really serving us at our best. So yeah, I'm a big feeling, feelings person. So, you know, you and I are the same. We, we ask the question, how do you feel? You know, cause we, we're feeling based people, but not everyone helps, uh, tune into that sense of feeling and so of course they need that logical brain to tell them that everything's okay and oh look but they've got so many followers oh my god they've got two million followers online they must be good um but we you know we should all be remembering that you can buy followers too by the way <laughs> so. and it's just so crazy like totally off topic but that the number of followers on instagram is uh 
like it's a commodity it's like currency it's it actually means something like it just mm -hmm. blows my mind um and i really don't think that it um should give any kind of you know like validity or anything like that but anyway totally digressing onto a completely other subject, different subject there. Uh, but I, I think that, um, ladies, the thing that we want you to take away from this is that I think that your own intuition is kind of your own guru um, as well. And, and you are always like everything that you are feeling and experiencing is for a reason. Um, and no one can make you you know, wrong for that either. And if you are feeling uncomfortable or that people are inauthentic or that people keep putting you down and making you feel like shit because of the experiences that you were having, then trust that. And, you know, maybe that's not the, maybe that's not the tribe for you. Maybe they're not your people. No. And equally too, if you just feel as though you just can't get past that sense of blame or that experience, um, you know, it's really affecting the, the way you feel about yourself. Seek professional help. You know, we're big mm. about seeking people who actually deal with this day in and day out, you know, counsellors and psychologists and, and anyone else who works in a mental health space because they are the people to help. You know, they're qualified to do so. They are not there to gaslight you. They are there to support you. You know, it's, um, mm. they're in a professional setting that allows them to create a, you know, safe space for you to grow and to learn uh and i think that's probably where we sometimes seek almost like our mental support mental health support in circles which are not geared or trained to deal with that mm -hmm. um and that's where things can go a bit uh, a bit sideways so yeah i always think in the meantime you know try and reduce any feelings of uh, blame I sit there in the mirror and realize that it's not your fault you know if someone's telling you it's it's you then that's an emotionally abusive relationship in lots of different ways so you know consider who they are what they're saying and you know potentially seeking uh you know professional support to get get beyond or get past that environment or that relationship that's not working for you yeah but i also do love that insight if you hear it enough times then maybe you do need to reflect on yourself but i do think that the people who will be listening to this have already done that inner work um <laughs> so you know um, yeah, that's true. But, you know, like, it, again, it depends on the circle because I'd hate to say it. Like, okay, so, you know, that's an example there which I agree to disagree with because mm -hmm. there are so many situations in Australia where this whole concept of tall poppy syndrome is just a collective yeah. society approach that people, and particularly women doing successful things, are cut down and somehow it's their problem and their fault. So, you know, just because, you're, oh, you're too successful or something like that is thrown at you, um, that, yeah, why should you shrink from that? So I, I, know, yeah. I know where you're coming from there and I can see all the examples of where that would completely ring true, but um, I also know experiences personally but also the ones i've observed that you're just like seriously why is everyone so jealous about this you know aren't you allowed to succeed aren't you allowed to be you know the best that you can be you're not hurting other people by succeeding but apparently you are because you know you make them feel inadequate in some way but that's their stuff right so <laughs> that is totally their stuff yeah definitely and i think this is the flip side of yeah. um, what we're actually talking about as well yeah oh dear so anyway yeah spiritual gaslighting such an interesting thing 
And I think, ladies, um, if you're really sort of finding this whole, and I'm just going to say this COVID experience because we can't avoid it. It's just, mm-hmm. it's global. Um, in, in, you know, internationally, people are hurting. In Australia, people are hurting. There is just so much depth to this um, beyond the financial, beyond the virus mm-hmm. effect on people individually. It's the collective consciousness of our, our culture and society right now. We're all being hurt in some way um, just because we know that we're not in control or we don't have a degree of freedom. And I think that's that's mm-hmm. where this um, experience is going to become more commonplace. I definitely know I've heard a little bit more about it recently from people saying certain things. I'm like, really? Is that that a good idea or that doesn't sound too healthy can you tell me more about that or just the idea of like oh that's interesting where did you hear about that because i'm just curious as to why people are seeking it out um and i realize it's really coming down to this idea of we're feeling really vulnerable so if you are feeling vulnerable as well you're not alone i think you know i've definitely had my moments in the recent times when i was told may not be seeing my family for christmas you know when it was Mm. all seemed so far away at the beginning of the year it was like for sure that's not a problem i've missed three holidays in between but i'll do with it and family at Christmas will be the best antidote and then that gets ripped away from you again and it's just like oh man this pain just keeps punching <laughs> I know mm. yeah I do feel a little claustrophobic not being able to see any of my family at the moment yeah, um, especially because yeah. for you like for you and I neither of us have any family here they mm. all live you know literally a million miles away and my little sister Joanna is in Belgium um so who knows like when we'll be able to see her again and I'm sure that so many of our listeners are in such a similar sort of situation um yeah it feels it's bizarre so so bizarre Oh, I'm just going to end this with a big virtual hug. <laughs> I just feel like giving all oh, our listeners like this, thanks, this big Charlie. hug, giving you this big I hug. It's like <laughs> just like a massive virtual hug, you know, in all of its depth and warmth. It's like the left chest to the left chest. Have you heard of that one? The heart, heart to heart. The yeah. you know, it's the left to the left side. Just really vibrate together. Um, this is not talking about high vibe tribe. It's talking about you know, just just sharing real love at that authentic, you know, huggy level. So please as well. And my my tip for today is go get more hugs. <laughs> that will yes. feel that yep. feels that helps to fill the spiritual bucket totally um and especially if you don't have to social distance if if that's appropriate then do that <laughs> Um, oh, ladies, well, we hope that no matter where you are listening to this in the world, that you are safe and well and you do have a beautiful community of support around you. Um, and, you know, if you don't and you want to reach out, we are absolutely here for you as well. Um, so, ladies, uh, don't forget to follow us on the social media channels that we mentioned before. You can email us any thoughts or questions or, you know, if there's certain um, podcast topics that you'd like us to cover, please feel free to send that in as well. Make sure you have subscribed to us on iTunes or whatever uh, podcast channel it is that you are listening to us on. And, ladies, uh, I think that this is probably a good um, spot to end. It has always, as always, been a pleasure um, to be with you again. So we are the Wellness Women, Dr. Ashley Bond and Dr. Andrea Huddleston. We are the Wellness Women, raising the bar for women's health. And until next week, be well. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.